Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bijou Podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Couple Goals, question mark. This is episode two of season two. I'm Stace. Hello, I'm Ben. Hey, guys. Uh, we wanted to continue on with our uh, part A episode. Oh, no, really, it's episode one, part B. Yes, correct. Isn't it? I would have said that too, um, episode one, part B. Yeah. yeah, of our home birth story. Do you know you have pasta sauce on your face? I don't care. See, thank you, but, you know, where? Uh, it's just here. There we go. Okay, um, we had to take a time out, put that baby um, to bed. So if you haven't listened to that episode and you're interested to know what led us to this point, um, please go ahead. If you've skipped ahead to this part because you couldn't be fucked listening to the prep <laughs> and you just wanted to hear the juicy details of our home birth, then well welcome. Well done, you. Yes, yes. <laughs> welcome. Um, but, yeah, we are um, a couple that are based in Sydney in Australia. We will uh, will we do an intro on who we are or just like another time, do you think? Or uh, I think we're good for now. I think we'll have it in the little description, mm. you know, that, mm. you know, we'll, yeah. you know, you can go back and listen to other episodes earlier on in the first season to uh, discover who we are and what we're about. Yeah, that was our fertility treatment. And this season we are now blessed with a baby boy and are just really going to navigate our lives uh, week by week, um, being new parents, being a fairly young couple, a new couple, um, and and trying to involve what you'd like us to talk about as much as possible, mm, mm. Uh, which brings Everything us... Everything coupled Yeah, it brings us to the, the home birth um, because it's been the biggest requested topic but it's also just something that we were always going to share and and put down um on paper but not paper on the podcast world because i think a it's something that's really important to talk about positive birth yeah and b i think it's just such an epic thing for us to record our memory of it to have Mm, forever mm, mm. regardless of whether people are listening or not right yeah exactly exactly so where did did we leave it where did we leave it last time you were saying on the saturday that you were feeling a grief Uh, for your old life so it was quite fitting where we where Bryn started to get a bit restless yeah 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 um (laughs) yeah and so talking about grief yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's at the end, really. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I had a moment like that in the lead up to the birth. I think mm. I had plenty of sheddings through my pregnancy, mm. and I believe that I had a lot more sheddings through my fertility treatment that I anticipated. So when my pregnancy came, as much as I did have a fair few physical symptoms, emotionally I felt like I was quite ready for this baby once I started to accept that it was coming because yeah. of the fertility journey that we had. So if you are a person that is going through fertility treatment or um, are a person that's struggling to fall pregnant, I really do say this with um, empathy, um, but also my, but just coming in strong from my experiences that I think – I really am the mother that I am and the person that I am because of the way we got here. Yes. And I, I, I hate saying I wouldn't change it because it was so fucking hard. So mm. it's, it's not something I want to throw out so simply. But 
What I do want to say is that I don't think I would have been able to do all the things I've done in the short time of Bryn's life and the home birth and everything that I dealt with with the pregnancy without necessarily having to have gone through all those challenges. Yeah. I think a lot of those hurdles would have been so much bigger. Yeah. Um, that we went through with the pregnancy if we hadn't have gone through those other yeah. hurdles. I think you know? for, for me it's definitely um, the one thing that's really come from it is, is and I mentioned this in the, in the previous episode, is surrender. Like I have always had trouble in my entire life surrendering to the moment and even believing that good things will come. That's why I haven't surrendered. I've always tried to control things because I was like, I've got to control it so I, I, I'm able to get what I want. And I think going through those struggles in in leading up to trying to conceive and and all of that stuff, for me, has taught me all about surrender mm-hmm. every step of the way. You know, when you're when you're trying to conceive, I, I had to learn to let go, even though you are trying to control it, and you get upset when it's not going the right way, and you're not really ready to surrender the timelines. Um, but then it all you know builds up a resilience to get to me to the point that we're at now and that's having Bryn then that helps me with him like not mm. trying to control the moments with him and go oh shit I wish you were doing it this way or you were doing that but in right now you're annoying me you know it, you've got to let go in particular our birth yeah like a yeah. step before that I yeah, think yeah, yeah, the yeah. birth so um, that was where it came through the strongest for me well yeah. I think it's where it came through in action you know yeah. what I mean? Like we'd knew we'd learnt those lessons, yeah. but it was the greatest test yeah, because yeah. it not only were we able to surrender the birth, but we surrendered it so graciously, so beautifully yeah. um, that we really, I, I really look back at that birth and see it as a testament to the things that we have learnt in the past two to three years of yeah. being together and trying to conceive him. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, at no other time in my life have I felt... Um, more so that everything was going to be all right than in that moment, like sitting uh, in the birth pool, like right before the birth, okay, 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 let's or do. even before that, like yeah. you know, just going through contractions, you know, all that stuff. So, before we get into those contractions on the Sunday, um, just a bit of prep of what we did in terms of our home. Mm-hmm. Like we've spoken about what prep we did for the actual birth and the labour, um, some of the things that we did, you know, the study that we did. Um, but we haven't really spoken about how we set the house up. So the pool is set up prior to your labour or at yeah. least the area so supposed to be set up. We had um, we had a Excuse bit of a... Excuse my jingling ice again. We had a bit of a, um, I guess, a, a rocky kind of... Just a rocky start around the pool because Ben found that that was just the thing to really pinpoint all his fear and mm. nerves on. So yeah. he's one of his... One of your roles was to set the pool up, obviously, because if I'm going into labor, that wasn't something I was going to be able to do. And we needed to set up quite early. Yeah. And we rent and the property, we have a property above us and below us, but that's it. It's a, it's just a really neat, lovely art deco building of six apartments. Yeah. But the pool gets pretty full and, and heavy. And so Ben was convinced. Yeah, it can get up to like, you know, 800 kilos. Ben was, it can not. It, it can, it's huge. It cannot. It's a lot of water. Water weighs a lot. It, it was never 800 kilos, Ben. That was something noticed. you read somewhere and then got it into your head. All right. What do you reckon it was? Like 50 kilos or something? No, but not 800. 800 is almost a ton, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be up there. an elephant. No fucking... Anyway. Okay. Let's have it. Let's say 500. Whatever. No, because you can't just give people information from the fear that you had originally. Like, that's... It matters. Okay. Like, I just don't think it was 800 kilos, okay. Ben. 
We do, can't just let's just let's just agree that we can't put a number it's on it. Right still, now. it's still a thing. Like, okay. so it was just basically it was at a point. <laughs> ben just rolled his eyes, like you couldn't <laughs> like, see that, but he was like, Fuck "Oh, it's still out. a thing." I'm like, "No, well, it's not really because it's it's in the past." Yeah, no, but you've anyway. It's just it was just it was a contentious part of the process. It was that a, sticking, ben wasn't, a sticking point. Yeah, he wasn't ready. To, you weren't ready to set it up. You wanted to then put plywood on the bottom. We have yeah. a builder that lives next door to us that runs his own construction company. That was like, bro, it's fine. Yeah, he didn't really just come out and say, bro, it's fine. But well, this is what I mean. Are we going to go round and round in circles about this? Like it yeah. worked out fine. And are you yeah. going to admit any of your fear in this? No, I definitely have fear. I raised it as my fear. It really played out massively in me trying to find ways that this was going to be a huge problem and we really have to be aware of it. Which when you're we didn't. still doing when we talk <laughs> yeah, about okay. it. That's okay. my point. Like, you're still bringing up things that weren't issues. Okay. So, yes, there were a lot of fears around that for me and it was just me coming up with ways that this could be a problem because I wasn't really ready to accept that, um, you know, I was comfortable with home birth. So To the point that Adula was like, I have an artist that has all wood ready for you. If wood would make you feel comfortable under the pool, mm. I can arrange it. You mm. never called her. No. Like you just were never interested no. in fixing your own fucking problem with no, it. No, no, no. And we talked about that today, actually. We were talking about that in another context that, you know, once you get stuck on something, you're, you're determined not to find ways to fix your problem. Yeah, and that people, was exactly that people one of can them. be like yeah. that in ISO. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, I left it, to be honest. I was so consumed with my own preparation mm. um, that I knew it would come through and Lizzie was quite great at facilitating our doula was really great in making sure that Ben felt supported in his own um, journey with stuff so I felt yeah. like I almost didn't have to really address it that I started to feel really supported and that's why it's really important that your team is really quite um, mm. connected because I did feel an essence of Lizzie's got this. Yeah. If well, there is a, an issue or something happens, she's going to be here. She yeah. can deal with that with Ben. Yeah. It's a big thing for the daughter, though, as well, is to be there for the father. Because and that's, the midwives have got the mum and the daughter is really, really there to help the help the father and, and you know, the mother as well. But. Yeah, and we looked at it as – well, Lizzie looked at it when I first had to see her that you're, it's like an egg kind of situation that, I don't know, it was the baby, the yolk – the mum was the white bit and the mm. dad was the shell, shell. Yeah. Um, and that everyone was doing their part. Mm, uh, mm. So she was there for all of us, really. But Doing I their think, part to support each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and really what I understood with birth, and I, and I got that from the She Births course, but started to really understand that as we read more and more, was that everybody was there for you yeah for the for the mother and yeah. and really the mother was the center of the experience and that everyone's mm. job was to be around her and rallying to her so if that meant that I wanted Ben to be my main birth partner and really have him and I as the the key kind of um, workings of the birth and, and kept that really private, mm. then it was going to be in everyone else's best interest to support Ben so he was able to continue to be that role yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. So it wasn't so much necessarily even she was there for Ben as she was, but really we looked at it as more of a layering system and yeah. the way I wanted to birth was that it was very intimate and very much Ben and I yeah. alone as much as possible, which was a lot of pressure on you yeah. because it meant that 
you couldn't really leave me. And, yeah. and you well, know, like we'll dominoes. get into that in a second. It's like dominoes. One falls over, everyone mm. falls over. It's, you know, you're all, you really are all in it together, yeah. Yeah, kind of exuding light off the mother, mm. you know. So I was very clear on what I wanted too. So I was very clear that moving into this, I wanted to have privacy with Ben. So mm. we... So we set the house up where we had the baby's room at the front of the house, which is connected to our bedroom. Those were two areas that I put really clearly that they were kind of not out of bounds, but they were areas where I could go and be quiet and private. So either by myself or with Ben and I, but it wasn't really like a hangout part. I didn't want that to be that area. So when we were talking about putting the pool in the spare room or in other areas of the house, it was just so clear to me that up in the kitchen was the other end of the house where it was almost like the finale was going to happen. And and when I wrote an Instagram post the other day, I really, I realized that, you know, funnily enough, energetically I must have been working my way up the house to birth at the very end of our house and then calling it. Mm, Like a little caterpillar. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And so just moving, moving, moving through the night. So we set the house up where we had salt lamps ready, which we already have. We have incense ready and sage, which we already have. Um, We had no extra candles. Like we have a lot of the things that we kind of used for the birth in our house already. We did have some coconuts um, and coconut water, Mm. which we didn't use. (laughs) Um, We set up the home with... we were supposed to have some food for the midwives, which we never ended up doing. <laughs> we did have some snacks, but we didn't end up eating them. Anymore. No, and I, it was it was hard because actually through the birth, I was still saying to them, "Have you eaten? Have you like whatever?" Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. still able to no, kind we're, of do we're that. Okay, we're okay. Yes, yeah. you just worry about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, what else did we have to set up? We so the pool was the main thing, mm-hmm. um, and you were able to do that once Lizzie got here. Yeah, yeah. Um, sheets, and then we had like a mattress protector that we put on afterwards. Oh, that's right. Yeah, to make sure that everything we had fresh. Did you sheets. and Lizzie put that on, or did I put that? We put uh, that on before. Lizzie did it. Oh did no, she? I sorry, I put them. I think Lizzie and I put the mattress protector on together. Right. Yeah, but yeah. then I think she put the fresh sheets on after the birth but that's yeah. right yeah. so we had also some drop sheets that we yeah. bought we bought we had to change um some of the tap fixtures to allow to use like a garden, <laughs> garden hose tap so we could fill the uh hose up which yeah. went from the bathroom through the hallway yeah. through the lounge room and yeah. into the kitchen that was one near hiccup we couldn't get the hose to attach to the um to the tap in the kitchen even though we'd taken the fitting off it the, the other fitting wouldn't go on so we're like shit how are we going to do this so we uh had yeah, to get a screwdriver. Plugged it into the bathroom. And, oh, that's right, because it could have just easily gone into the kitchen tap, but yeah, it didn't work. And extended right. it from the bathroom through the living room <clears> and into the kitchen. Yeah. It was, yeah, but it worked. Like it was, yeah. and the hose yeah. was long enough. I uh, had a girlfriend that was hoping for a home birth that didn't happen, uh, so she had a bucket and some drop mm. sheets and a hose ready to go. So we didn't even have to go get that ourselves. Mm. So another thing that really kind of fell into play yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. Um, so then we had that. Um, I had a football that I was using to kind of bring on labour in the lounge room, mm. which ended up being handy. Um, we had pillows and things at the ready. Mm. Um, the football was really good, like in labour, just to lean on though. Yeah, it? well, yeah. for me, I think yeah. some people like to bounce in it, but I really needed to kind of crouch mm. over and yeah. get really yeah. grounded and kind of almost in a cat-cow yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I wasn't really up for sitting upright no. much. Um no. So what else did we prepare? I think that was about it, really. Yeah, yeah. Everything else we kind of had. I think Lizzie yeah. brought some stuff. Um, all of the medical champagne. equipment. You've got to have champagne in the fridge. We didn't have it actually. David brought it. Oh, okay. Brin's godfather, Ben's mate, brought GF. it. GF. Uh, yeah. No, that night he brought it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, 
so we also had all of the medical equipment in the spare room ready to go. So they drop off maybe two or three weeks before your birth. Mm. Um, once you're signed off that your home is um, fine for you to birth in. And the and, birth pool. Um, yeah. They drop everything off. Yeah. Um, we were lucky enough to use the birth pool from the hospital, which was great. Um, a lot of people have to buy their own birth pool, which we were prepared to do, but we were able to or use rent it from them. the hospital. You can rent them from other places. Yeah. But you've got to get in early because they don't normally have – too many of them, they only have one or two, and then it's not very common. So all in, of yeah. these things you've got to be quite prepared for. But yeah. we were looking in December, so it wasn't you know crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they drop off medical equipment. So just to go through that quickly, they do. There's resus. Um, they mm. they can still inject you with particular things. I had to bring on my placenta in the end, so I got mm. an injection for that. Um, they have, uh, you know, they can do um, the what's the snip thing called the. Um, uh, Cutting the umbilical cord? No, 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 no. That if I needed a... Uh, um, episiotomy? Yeah, they yeah, can do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty much equipped to do everything midwives, yeah. uh, which I wasn't really familiar with. But Vitamin they're, K. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because he got the... Yep. Vitamin K injection. Yep, so yeah, so all good. They do the um, peds check. So if there's any issues, like we can see a pediatrician, but we, mm. if you don't need to, they can sign that off. Um, they weigh them, everything. So they have everything ready to go um, and all the other emergency things that we didn't need um, here yeah. if, if anything happens. Um, also for blood clotting, I think, or yeah. um, what's it when you lose too much blood, yeah. they've got um, medication for that too. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, so pretty well uh, prepared. Mm. Um, and at any point we, we did have a discussion that, you know, there was a time where um, Lizzie could, you know, essentially make a call for us um, as being the middleman between the hospital yeah. um, and us to go to the hospital. And we kind of gave, didn't give her that power, but just made her aware that we were really happy for her to be the mediator between what is still a public system and they still have protocols um, protocols, um, and us who yeah. were going to be pretty immersed in our birth. Yeah. Um, and she also knew, she also, having done many, many births, she... Um, she knew what to look for, sounds, all that kind of stuff um, when you were in, you know, going through contractions. So she she was great um, on the phone with the other midwives. Knowing just when to kind call. Of communicating. So, yeah, we'll get into that because legally you need to have two midwives at a birth. Mm. You have one for the base of uh, the bulk of the birth and then the other one comes when it's closer to pushing. So essentially there's one to represent the mum and one to represent the baby. You cannot have a home birth with a public system right, right. without having two midwives present. Right. I didn't uh, know it was laid out like that, one for the mum, one for the baby. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, so their health, both their health yeah, are yeah, covered, yeah. their needs are covered. I don't know if that's like that in the hospital. Probably is like that. Yeah. When it comes to pushing time, there needs to be two. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. So that was our set team. Uh, we had a midwife that was on call that wasn't my official midwife through my pregnancy. Mm. Having said that, my official midwife um, actually was away for a little bit of my pregnancy, so I had had pretty um, a mixed kind of quality of care, which I didn't. I wasn't too concerned it wasn't a mixed about quality of care. It was just a oh, mix. Sorry, mixed people. I don't yeah. mean level of care. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh yeah, quality. That's an awful word. What do what, what do I try to say? A mixed, just a um, mix of carers. Yeah, mix of carers. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, but definitely not quality because I could I can not talk highly yeah. enough of um all of the women that I saw, all yeah. of the incredible yeah. professionals that I saw. Yeah. Um, so Lizzie Ardula was in our team. Um, and then on call that day happened to be um Chauncey, who was our main midwife. Yeah. And then we had another midwife by the name of Cheryl Shez. Um, who's kind of renowned for home birth. She's a bit of a rock, home birth rock star. 
yeah. um, which we didn't really know at the time, no. um, had been kind of doing her own private home birth practice for although, 20 years. It was someone I'd worked with um, when I mentioned um, that we were going with the midwives, um, he said, oh, is, is Cheryl in, in your uh, midwife group? She... Um, you know, she gave birth to uh, to she was the midwife both of his my births. sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. said she was rolled gold in yeah, his words. Right. Rolled gold. Yeah. yeah, she's a she's an amazing fucking yeah. woman. They all are, but in particular, through my pregnancy, I really connected with Cheryl. Like we just, I just kind of thought to myself, oh fuck, I hope she's there because you don't yeah. always get a choice. You know, they're pretty hard workers, so it really just depends on what happens. Yeah. Um, but our team, I just had a feeling that. Chauncey and Cheryl would be at our birth um, from the beginning. It was weird. Um, So anyway, feelings like throughout the whole process were like came to fruition. There was a lot of a lot of short term manifestation going on that kind of. You know, it was like, oh, I hope I want this to happen. I can visualize this happening. I can see this happening, and then it happened. Who was the other girl that came over? The other midwife that Tilly. came over. Yeah, I thought maybe she was. It was either Yeah. yeah her or I don't know. I just kind of saw. A few of them. Then we also had a student midwife that didn't end Mm, up making it too. But it was crazy because everybody was so ready to be here. You know, my actual midwife who I'd seen in my pregnancy was around the corner when I was actually starting to push. She was even going to come up. So the care was just ridiculous. Like people were just kind of desperate to come and get involved and help. But in the end... Um, I think a decision was made, which I'm glad it was, that we kept it as intimate as possible. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really ready for any no, swift um, No, and you can't make changes. changes. Yeah, you yeah. can't make those changes late in the game because you're all you're all in the, in the, in the mindset. Yeah. It's like when you go out partying, you know, when you're younger and you end up at, at your mate's place and there's a small group of you and you're all sit down hanging out and then someone says, oh, hey, can blah, 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 blah come over? And you're like... No. <laughs> really? That didn't no. happen to me that much. It's like a bit more merrier with me. Well, you know. You're you're a stoner, so like <laughs> that would be more like that would affect your vibe yeah, more. Man. Whereas it's affecting my I vibe, was probably man. on the other stuff, which is a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need more people to talk yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> These people are speaking, sick me, man. I need some more. But yeah. Speaking of drugs, it is really the the closest thing I will say that I felt like birth was in a real short wrap up was like an experience on drugs Mm. and you are on drugs it's just that you haven't taken anything it's all natural drugs which is what will continue to blow my mind about the experience because it felt i've taken drugs i know what it feels like to take them i know the ups and downs and the highs and lows and the peaks and that was so similar to how i felt through my birth yeah so sunday came I still hadn't um, really kind of had much momentum. At this point, uh, I was technically um, 31 plus four, was I? Or three? Uh, No, 31. Sorry, 41 plus three. Plus three, yeah. But if you went on some other dates that were um, also calculated by an obstetrician that we had an appointment with early on and a few other people, depending on which person you asked, we were pretty much just under 42 weeks. Mm -hmm. So we were well and truly over. Um, We had a bit of an idea that I was having a big baby or we were having a big baby. We had a stretch and sweep on the Friday and I was already three centimetres, which was quite a surprise because I really hadn't been given, I don't know, just On the Friday and we gave birth on the Monday. Yeah, much idea that I I had moved 
much further than I my last appointment. So it was quite a nice surprise for all of us. Yeah. And a lot of the talk after that was, okay, this is happening. Like this weekend you're likely yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, so Sunday morning came. There wasn't really any other signs and it was just getting to a point. I actually read back a message that I sent my best friend and, you know, woke up Sunday morning and said nothing. Like just sent her a message saying nothing. Like Did you word. just one word? Yeah. And she wow, was like, it so will unlucky. come, baby. Like it will come, you know, yeah. like – Baby will come, it'll come, babe. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, Saturday, um, sorry, Sunday afternoon, you and David went for a walk uh, mm. that was decided wasn't a walk that would that would accommodate my pace, so I was not allowed to come. <laughs> it's so true. It was exactly what well, happened. Well, we'd normally we'd run. I don't know why we weren't running. I guess it wasn't. I think you were buggered. It wasn't a time to, to run, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you guys went for a, a speedy walk, and I yeah. said, why don't you call me on the way back? I need to get another walk in mm. and try and move this body. And I started to feel, I think when you left, I was feeling a bit crampy. And mm. at this point, I started to kind of laugh a bit and go, who knows, who knows, you know, because it was so much of a joke because I've had that thought so many fucking times up until this point. Yeah. When you're overdue, if anyone's been there, you every day is like three weeks. Yeah. It's just the most bizarre time. I thought a two-week wait in finding it whether you're pregnant was hard. This is a whole different kettle of fish. Different, it's hard, similar hard, like level of hard, but different yeah. hard. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you guys went and I started to waddle up the street to meet you guys at the beach. Which is when I knew something was on because when you said you were, you wanted to meet up afterwards, I thought you meant we would just finish up and we would come home and, and meet you there. And then when we were like nearly home, you were there like at the beach and I was like, oh, hang on. What's what's happening here? I felt like I was getting some movement and yeah. I wanted to keep it going. So I just yeah. got off the couch and started walking. You didn't want to be on your but own. But I was yeah. well no, it was more as well I didn't mind. It was more it, it was more that I wanted to try and make sure that it kept moving. Mm, like because mm. often if you haven't been in labor yeah, before, you were like, let's get this baby out. Yeah, oh, if yeah. there's like if you do feel some contractions, there are some ways for you to, you know, try and kind of get some momentum. But at the same time, you know, I did try that plenty of times and I feel like the baby's going to come when the baby's ready to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point I'd written a bit of a letter to Bryn and said, you know, I felt like I really needed to be clear that through my work and through all different things that I do with my life that I was going to make sure I paid him attention. Like mm. I think he just needed one last little bit mm. of comfort. Yeah. I had this sense in meditation that he was just like, Mum, you know, is there going to be undivided attention for me? And yeah. I just needed to give him a bit of love and... And when we decided to do the stretch, he and definitely sweep, needs that was though as the well. Same. Yeah, when was, you think about it, he's yeah. like totally like that. He loves, he loves, demands your, your attention. Yeah. yeah, and he won't. And he's a he's a cute kid. He's he's pretty self sufficient, but he he won't um, he won't have that for for forever. Mm. Like he's quite clear on when what his needs are. He's a very yeah. clear communicator. He is. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of got a sense that he was holding off a bit. So I wrote him a letter and, and assured him that I would promise him that Yeah. Um, in my journal. And then on the stretch and sweep day, we I said to Ben, I think we do need to do this. I think he just needs a bit of a hand. Yeah. What we later understood was he 100% needed a hand because he was so big yeah. that there was no way he was able to really manoeuvre himself out. Himself, like he yeah. was stuck. 
Yeah. In a way. I don't want to use the word stuck, but he it wasn't a lot of room to move for him. He needed to see the light. Yeah. So <laughs> I met the boys and I had already downloaded a contraction app, which Ben thought was hilarious because he hadn't seen it until we <laughs> yeah. kind of sat at the pub. But it turned out to be very handy. Um, the pavilion yeah. is just a ginormous pub uh, near our place that we spend a lot of time at. Um, yeah, not at the moment. And No. Um, but it was where we had lunch. The boys had a beer. Um, and I was starting to count my contractions and there were times where um, when the contractions came up, which at the time I didn't know if they were or not. You just, as a first-time mum, I didn't have any idea if that was something that was actually going to turn into labour or not. Mm. Um, but I was counting them and I did think to myself, oh, okay, I have to concentrate through them now. Like I kind of can't keep having this, you know, being the talkative, miss, you know, joking, witty kind of banter person that I am, yeah. I had to shut up, which was very different for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had <laughs> um, to go within, yeah. I did. not. I wouldn't say within yet, but I just didn't have the breath to yeah. talk and kind of manage that. So then we had another friend that had just had a baby maybe a couple of months before us come by and visit. They were going for a walk and we all sat That was a real sign, grass. I reckon, when we were mean? sitting there, that they just turned up. Yeah. And they were there. Yeah, that it was, was like quite yeah, weird. Okay, we're on. Yeah. And so um, my girlfriend was saying to me, she was watching me and she was like, I think you're on, babe. Like, I think this yeah. is happening. And then about maybe 40 minutes after that all started or I left the house, probably about an hour after, I said to Ben, I think I need to go. I started looking around at everyone and I started to think I can't be in public anymore. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah, right. Yeah. I looked around and was like, I can't be around people yeah now. yeah it's, this is something's drawing me home yeah. it's time to go down yeah 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 so we came home and that's exactly what i did i sat on the ground in the hallway and mm. had a bit of a freak out as we called the midwives yeah and no then, we called oh did we call the midwives or do we call yeah, lizzie first we called our midwife to see yeah. what the, what the go was yeah um and our midwife didn't answer and unfortunately oh, that's right. um uh the diversion on her phone wasn't working. So no one got the message um, that I'd left and no one was answering because when the midwives, they all have two phones, when they're off, they will let the other one call out because they Mm. can't turn it off. It has to call out. So then it gets diverted to the person on call. Mm. But the the diversion, what didn't work, she forgot to set it or something had happened. I think she diverted it, but it didn't divert to a specific number. Yeah, yeah. She said that's right. She forgot to put the number in. So it ended up being that we'd called our our doula Lizzie. This was probably about three or four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday now, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. And Lizzie was like, okay, okay, um, I'll just get some food. She was about to drop her daughter off um, at a sleepover, so it was kind of perfect for her. And she said, and then I'll make my way over with us all thinking we'll see where we're at, you know. Um, By this point, Ben and I, we had our first and only, I guess, tense moment really between us. The thing that was helping me at that point through the contractions was Ben to do, it's like a massage on your back where at the top of your bum cheeks is like Mm. the lower lower bit of your back. But, yeah, but it's like that chubby bit right at the top of your bum. 
and by Ben pushing his hand, so having his like wrists on the outside of my bum and putting his hands in the middle, he would push the skin together was a technique that we learned to try and take the pressure off um, my hips but also my stomach because I was getting that bad crampy feeling and it was just kind of diverting the attention away from it. It wasn't necessarily taking the pain away. And it felt like it really worked. And then Ben suggested that he might not be able to do that for very long. I was like, should we get the TENS machine? Because uh, I'm not sure I can do this all night. And then you just cracked it and went, yes, right. Well, I'm going to be doing this all night. So uh, you'll be doing it too. Yeah. I said, I actually said, you are never to say that to me yeah. again. Yeah. Every time you've told that story to a woman woman who's uh, been out of birth or given birth, they're all just like, jeez, you fool. But (laughs) (laughs) it's true. Let's just not talk about that. Yeah. You kind of crack it too when I tell the story, but it's such... I tell it look, not to kind of make you look like an idiot, but I tell it because of the power of that moment yeah, because yeah. from then on it was like game on. You think, just got it. It was like you had to have something and then yeah. you were on and did not leave me. And yeah, I mean yeah. that. I get emotional every time I think about it. You did not leave me, not just yeah. physically, but you were with me energetically yeah. Yeah. every beat of the way. Yeah. Again, that was just that that fear before the surrender. That was a bit more f- the last spurt of fear coming up, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think every bike on the, on the flip enough, side, I think I, now every- I, you can kind of see that it was hurting your hands. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but in the big picture, you have to You're get like, Shut perspective. Shut the fuck up. Fucking push. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you know. Did I ever say it like that? No, no, no. Yeah, no, you I never, never got really like went that. into no, this no, no. weird. I, no. I was worried. You never because turned into the demon lady, no. Yeah, I was because no. I can. I was not very a good calm. Day. The whole thing was very calm. Yeah. But all the only thing I was going to say is I think every bloke's got to have his at least one bumbling fool kind of moment. In during during the birth have more yeah, which is yeah, yeah. all understandable you yeah, know you've yeah. all got to go through what oh, you've got to go so com- through but you've never been through it before on but your, when think, you do your first look to be honest as well you had done some incredible self-work you'd worked with a coach um probably for yeah. what six weeks leading into the birth so yeah if you are a bloke listening and you are feeling like you have a bit of ego or you're still getting a bit frustrated or there's things that you need to work on personally yeah um, it would be so recommended for you to see a therapist or do some work on yourself yeah. leading into this process because that's going to help everybody. And if mm. you're able to be as strong as Ben was, then you too can have a birth like we had. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's a level of, um, I guess, certainty you need to have within yourself to be able to... Yeah. But that's and what, I mean this. It might sound a bit cocky, but in order to achieve what we achieve, like yeah, yeah, got it's true. To ha- it's you've true. got to have done the work. It all just kind of timed out, though, for us. It's another one of those things where it was just it was the right time. Everything happened at the right time. But I think it's where a lot of the surrender stuff came from for me was because we did I'd done a lot of work that was really based around deep emotional work about letting go of a lot of stuff. And I first um, went to him because. Um, I knew I had a lot of emotional blocks from from experiences in in my past, and that I had tried so many things and like I couldn't break them down. Um, but then looking back at it in hindsight, um, that was where it all happened. It was all meant to help me surrender. It's like letting go of those things helped me then surrender uh, the fears, you know, leading up to the birth and going through birth, and um, then the experience of surrendering in birth and having that feeling 
has helped me surrender the outcomes of other things that I'm searching for and trying to manifest in life. I think it's important as well because we are speaking about surrender, which I don't think we said in the last episode that we both really worked with Lizzie um, on uh, just clearing our birth stories and the experiences that we had um, being told yes. from our parents about yeah. birth. Um, so for and me... both of us had had pretty traumatic tales from our mums about our births. Yeah, yeah. for me, mum had said that I was a ginormous baby um, and big babies were not dangerous. She never used those words, but it was just essentially that that was a difficult birth yeah. um, for you to have a big baby. I was nine pound 11 or nine pound yeah. nine, I think, or something like that. Um, and so I had to really get rid of the idea that big babies were not conducive to everybody, everybody yeah. and really start to adapt the idea and, and belief, which I do truly believe that our bodies, mm. um, our babies are fit to be born to our body. So yeah. our, what's the saying? I think it's like um, your your body can birth your baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the two don't. You won't grow a separate. baby that you cannot birth. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I truly believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I am proof of that. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah. it's 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 um, incongruent to what it's all about. Mm. You 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 grow a baby to birth it, mm. so your body would never grow something that you could never birth. Like I that. don't. Yeah, it doesn't make any like sense. Size it goes wise, against I mean. nature. Yeah. 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 Um, so and look, there are exceptions to the rule. Again, we're just yeah, going on our story. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, we both did a lot of work on on getting rid of those those things as well mm. to make sure that when we moved into this phase. There was no fear of 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 I guess past experiences, our own stories, um, and and anything else Mine coming was in from though. like what a lot what I was told. Well, not horrific, but it was uh, traumatic, should we say? Mm. I'm a, I'm a twin, and um, my brother and I were both not complicated, but weren't straightforward. So um, my brother got stuck, and he had to get forced out, and then I came out second, and. I, need, I was about to come out breach and I had to get turned around. Um, and my mum, you know, we were born 15 minutes apart. So that was a, a really long time between twins, between yeah. the two of us. Um, well, and, so we're told. We don't really yeah, know if that's long or not. Yeah. But, but it, back then, you know, um, she'd lost a, a lot of blood. It was at a different time. This is in the mid-70s. Um, she'd lost a lot of blood. So, um, you know, she was had a, a, a you know, fairly long recovery um, and had told me that... <laughs> Her dead grandmother was at the end of her bed or in the corner of the room in the hospital saying, it's not time yet, dear. It's not time so yet. So essentially her story goes, I had boys, two yeah, twin boys and had a me. near-death experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so pretty traumatic. You know, yeah. when you get told that as a little boy, you're like, what? I nearly killed my fucking mum. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I mean, I don't even think you consciously think of it like that, but the stories are just the re- – it's the repetition of the story, right? Like I can imagine mum saying, oh, Stacey was huge. It was shocking. 20-hour oh, yeah. labour. Oh. Oh my god like yeah you know and so all it's of those like a things. badge of honor though they're, they're kind of like war stories you know a little bit yeah, yeah. and i wasn't interested in them no. at all so <laughs> we worked really hard on getting rid of those so moving into this we hadn't had any idea of how this was going to go other than again saying repeating the same thing we were playing we were going play by play mm. so the first even when we had a hiccup and the midwife wasn't answering it wasn't it was never a problem for me no. i really stayed well we I had was lizzie in contractions so. at this point <laughs> yeah um lizzie was coming yeah. um and then it got to about six o'clock lizzie hadn't arrived yet and i called the hospital because at this point i thought oh 
we don't really have any idea how fast or slow this is going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I called the hospital and they essentially said to me, if we can't get hold of any of your midwives, you're going to have to come in, which meant that I would go to the emergency public, which wasn't even my midwife because the midwife, if you get into the program, you've got a birthing centre you can go to. And I just said to her, um, which was just such a ridiculous kind of panicked approach because clearly we could get hold of one of the midwives. Like it wasn't, you know. You were no fine. It was she was the one who panicked, and she put that fear into you a little bit for a second. No, well, not well, not no, afterwards. She didn't, Ben. Did you remember what I said? Yeah, to you her? just said, "Oh no, I won't be doing that." Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I yeah, phone. yeah, yeah. But she said, "You'll need to because you'll, you know, you'll need to be seen yeah. by someone." And yeah. I was like, "No, it's not I like won't we were be ever, doing that. Yeah, we I will wait to hear from my midwife." Yeah. yeah, like it was so early in the piece mm. to kind of be like, "Come in." Mm. They don't even say that to people that are in labour, that yeah. call. It was just more of a reaction to the fact we couldn't get hold of anyone, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And then all she had to do was call someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then yeah. and then we got a call, so it was all yeah. good. Well, I, she she didn't want to give out the mobile number of one of the midwives, did she? And she no. said, "I'll call her" or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then I said to her, yeah. um, "These these are our numbers. We'll get in contact with you again, and you can let us know how you've gone. Goodbye." Yeah. Like I just left it at that. So then so, yeah. um, Lizzie arrived. We called. That's when I got a bit nervous and called Lizzie and said, "How far away are you? Because we're not really having much luck with the midwives, yeah. and I'd like someone at least to yeah. be here." So that's when you start to know. Look, this is only kind of a few hours in, but you start to know your beats. So for me, I started to look at when I knew I needed to go to the next beat. And I don't know what beat means essentially more just I guess the next kind of phase or I needed to elevate something. Something needed to change. There needed to be a beat change essentially. Yeah. So I needed a new person in our home. I needed to yeah. I needed to have You need to go to the next gear. That part. Yeah. So she came and that was great. And that was that worked until about midnight or one AM and each time I thought I need to go to the next beat yeah. Uh, you guys managed that quite smoothly. But we were talking to the midwives, obviously. Yeah, talking to, to Chauncey, the midwives the who whole was time. Coming. Well, not we weren't necessarily talking to her. We were talking to an, to Tilly. Oh, were you? And yeah, on the on the phone, and that's where that's when Lizzie was giving updates. She was the one that was talking to Tilly because I would talk to Tilly. She's like, "How's Stace going?" And then she's like, "Actually, Ben, can I talk to Lizzie?" Because she and that's when I knew that's fine. Uh, you know, she Lizzie knows exactly what's going on here. So yeah, right. Lizzie would leave the room, right, and then they would talk about what's going on because you'll be like, you were like, I need, I need the the midwife here. I need someone here, and then she would go out and she's like, well, we don't want to come yet because they have their own plans when they should be here because they don't want to, you know, change the the natural timeline of things. Yeah, which is amazing because it changes. Such- it can change a mindset, and then that can start changing things and making things happen in a different way so they hold off a lot of the time because they really want it to happen naturally yeah it was incredibly done it really was like every step of the way and you know and i just trusted lizzie i trusted you i knew that if i really lizzie was great you literally cannot yeah yeah we can't fault her and i like i knew that if i really put my foot down someone would be there yeah. I felt she was very so confident supported. very confident i felt so 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 supported mm. i get emotional just thinking about a time in my life where i've ever felt that supported mm. like i just felt like i was lying on a cloud of people that yeah. were just there for that's me that's what you need as a mum who's about to or yeah. a woman who's and about to deliver a baby yeah so we had that and and so um 
so Lizzie, yeah, she, okay, facilitated that. I do remember talking to Tilly now laying down. So at this point mm. we were birthing predominantly in our bedroom. I yeah. remember, is that where we kind of, Lizzie yeah. was saging the room and I have these kind of snapshots of coming in and out of contractions and, and just seeing her kind of float around. We had all salt lamps on. We had a bit of music in the background. Every every room was very dim. It was very dark. Mm. Um, my midwives laughed and called it a bit of an opium den. Yeah, I think we actually made our way to the living room initially. We got there and then we moved our way back to the bedroom when uh, for a little while. And then, um, oh no, actually, I think we were there. That then we moved to the living later. room and then we came back in when when Lizzie said you guys should try and get a nap or something. No, that so um, no 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 that was you've skipped like ten hours. Mm. So we. We were in the bedroom before Chaunce got here. We were in the bedroom. And when she got oh, yeah. here, we she were in the bedroom. She was sitting in the hallway, yeah. So um, we did a lot of our labour from probably about 8 o'clock till about midnight in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, where we were. I think I might have had a shower in between yeah. there and done a big a ultimate mega spew. Oh, yeah, that was that Where was, was the spew? I had I was a in the bedroom. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, we were in the bedroom for a fair bit of time. Yeah. And so basically it was just I laid down for a bit of it, which I was a bit worried that it would slow things down. Yeah. Um, but then Lizzie was said she just would constantly come back and say, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. So mm. just do whatever you need to do to be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, we were kind of in a bit of a spooning position, essentially. Yeah. You were yeah. just laying behind I me. I just had my hand on your on your lower back. Yeah. That's... And um, were you like doing anything when I was in contractions at that point uh, or was I just breathing through it? I think you were just breathing through it. I, had, I just had my hand on your lower back. Yeah, yeah. I just was in the zone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you can describe that from your, like, watching me or where I was from your point of view. Yeah, you were very, very inwardly focused. I don't want to say you'd gone internal because you weren't. You were very aware of what was going on around the outside, but you were very inwardly focused. And it was honestly, that's like watching someone who's, like, doing breath work or meditation. You're focused on your own body and noticing what's going on and doing what you need to to go through those moments. I just trusted my body so much. I just, yeah. again, like I said in the first part of this episode, I wanted to see what it would tell me. I didn't try to be ahead of it. And every time I thought of a question or something came up that may have um, like, kind of felt me, felt, made me feel like I had to alert something or bring any energy higher than yep. it needed to yep. be, yep. I would really question whether it needed to be said. Because if anything yep. was going to take me out of this groove, it had to be fucking worth it because yep. the groove was working. I was yep. in pain. It was it was difficult, but I it wasn't at the same time. I was managing it really beautifully yeah. and well, I think that's, felt that's like f- I was in a groove. Yeah. So I was making very serious decisions yeah. about what was worth bringing me out of that groove. So if I wanted to move to the shower or move to another room, I had to make fucking sure yeah. that I was ready to do that because yeah. I didn't want to get out of this yeah. this kind of groove Higher I found my energy in and wanted think, to stay super low. Yeah, I think that's full credit to you, though, as you... Um, as a person who's quite often in touch with their higher energies um, and their higher self, uh, that you were able to do that for most of the time. You didn't get pulled down, you know, going, ah, ah, stop it, it's painful, like that kind of stuff, you know. 
it was because um, that brings you out. Yeah. So that's that's kind of and, and that's what you mean when you when you yelled. Then it sounds lower, like your voice, yeah. but it's actually raising your energy level yeah. high. Yeah. And I knew high to me in my experience means heady, mm. anxiety, chesty, um, jilted, bit skitty, yeah. a bit a nervy, anything. I just saw anything going high would take me to any of those places, mm. which is the fucking opposite of what you need to deal with the surges yeah. and the intensity yeah. of what's coming your Relaxed way. Relaxed and calm in your higher energies, not not heightened in your lower energies. Yeah, but even even using the word higher energy, I couldn't even say I was in a higher energy. I think I wasn't even in touch with my higher self. My higher self was in me. Right, yeah, okay. I yeah. feel like yeah, yeah, everything yeah. came down. Yeah, yeah. So even when I meditate and I feel like I have a line of energy that meditates up through the top of my head, right the way down through my pelvis, all the way down throughout the soles of my feet, mm. so it's very long and it's everlasting, Yeah. even that wasn't like that. I kind of saw it as... like a light that was guiding me but it it was like everything just came into my body for Mm. this experience yeah okay yeah so nothing was out of me everything became in me i was transforming with higher energy lower energy things that were here things that aren't here everything was all coming into unison for this experience yeah well i think that that resonates with me definitely the Mm. the the higher energies coming down because that's what i experienced later on Mm. absolutely Mm. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns So, yeah, so I was laying down for a lot of it, which was really surprising because it felt, I found it really kind of calming and just and uh, like I felt safe in our bed and I felt um, now that I think back and look at that, I feel so privileged that we were in our own bed. I was on Ben's side, which was interesting. I just, yeah. And um, and I just felt that's it was where near salt the lamp salt lamp is yeah. and that's what Bryn still loves till this yeah. day. just loves looking at it in the mornings when we have a cuddle and a feed. We call him a little glow worm yeah. because he gets up. We don't and, turn the lights on. Yeah. We just turn the salt lamp on just to wake him up slowly. Yeah. Um, and he has a feed every morning and we just have a little cuddle. It's interesting when mm. thinking about doing some work or going back to sunrise or something and it's an early yeah. start. I can't imagine breaking that little routine we yeah. have now. It's yeah, so yeah, special. Yeah. Ben gets the yeah. coffees and we he sometimes jumps back into bed if he's not yeah. hectic in his head about work <laughs> and we'll have a cuddle like we did this morning. Anyway, so we were basically doing that up until this point. So Chauncey came and Chauncey is this kind of um, – Oh, how do you explain chance? This just this energy that is almost mm. like in a person. The energy I just explained. Yeah, she's so absolutely. grounded. Yeah. She's so in it, but she's fun and light at the same time. And yeah. 
so respectful, reads the play like a fucking captain, yeah. and but at the same time is one hundred percent responsive to oh, what's going looks on. Looks at like the possibilities not, and not the not the uh, not the um, roadblocks, and just so to speak. patient for the beats. You know, yeah. waiting for the beats. So she yeah. came probably about one a.m. at this point. Yeah. I think that's when you started to leave to get her a park, or was that? Oh some... yeah, I went outside to meet her. Like she, she See, found a park. I remember these things because yeah. I remember you having to go, yeah. and that's a bit of a point for me because that means we stepped out of yeah. my, you know, my grounded yeah, bubble. Yeah, yeah, So it was just you and Lizzie. Um, but she had found a park and then I just went outside to meet her because she didn't know where we were. Yeah, right. She, she, she was up the street. Right, so yeah. up the hill a bit further. She was up the hill. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, that's interesting. And so when you guys came in, I think I was – was I still in the bedroom? Would you remember where I was? Uh, Maybe the lounge room? not sure where you were when we came. When because I remember the I think next, you would have been in the bed. You were in the yeah, bedroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think the ne- – yeah, Lizzie was in there. She was sitting on the floor yeah. with me. Yeah. That's right. Because because Chauncey came in and she never really went past – uh, the, the bedroom. bedroom. She was sitting yeah. in the hallway doing she the did. work on the laptop. So yeah. the bedrooms, or the, at the, the paperwork. Yeah, the bedrooms yeah. at the beginning of our house. So she came in and sat down. So we'd been in labour uh, roughly from about three o'clock Sunday afternoon, and this was about one o'clock in the morning Monday morning. Lizzie tells me now that she thinks I was in fairly. I was really only in active labour from probably about eleven o'clock at night, and Lizzie mm. stayed with us until Bryn was born the whole time. She was here from about six pm. Yeah. Um, and so earlier, maybe even. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. No. I think it was. I remember that because it was like around dinner. Oh, we she called her dinner. at around four or five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so Chance came, and which was great for Lizzie because it just also meant she yeah. could, you know, could just not relieve her, but just there was other support. Yeah. Everyone had a different role. Yeah. Um, but she's working through the night, you know, it's pretty intense. And Mm. so, um, again, that made me feel happy for her and just Mm. everybody was kind of looked after and Chaunce sat in the hallway. So the door was opened. I could see her, but she was just a, just a step out. Yeah. So it was like, she was this beautiful comfort that was there. Yeah. And I remember asking you a question again. She knew, she knows that that's the kind of human being she is. She knows full well what her presence is. Does. does yeah and that's the sign of a of a in tune human being almost like a when healer. they're aware of, yeah. of of um of what their energy creates yeah. for other people yeah empathy yeah she's and yeah just that calm yeah she's just that calm like a, almost like a doorstop she was in mm. there sitting next to the doorstop mm. but just mm. that she's holding you yeah. But like, yeah. if you pull the door, anyway, <laughs> yeah. get too deep in the we fucking could go into the metaphor, yeah. Um, and so I remember asking you a question about the first. This is probably the first time I really spoke um, in what would have been eight hours, six, seven hours. I was speaking, but like where I asked a question about the birth, I would just do small talk about other mm. stuff. But I, I remember saying to Ben what happens if 12 hours is up and then the midwives have to change over because I think I started to get nervous at that. Yeah. That Lizzie, sorry, that Chance was here and I thought, imagine I still have to go further than this and then mm. she goes. Just was a thought that came in my head, came up a few times and I thought, okay, I'm going to ask you this. Mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then sure enough, before you even were able to answer it, she just comes into the room and answers yeah. it for yeah, us. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, I'm not going anywhere, just so you know, like, don't worry about that. Like, I'm here. Yeah. And then left the room again. Yeah. It was like they just were there so you didn't have to worry about that. You didn't give me any information that was yeah. not going to support me. She just wanted to tell me she was going to be with me the whole way yeah. and that she was. Um, yeah. And so then I guess we moved into the lounge room. 
things were kind of moving, but they weren't. I think at about five o'clock in the morning, I started to say, um, okay, maybe we might want to think about checking where I'm at. Now, yeah. if you haven't had a birth or you're not pregnant or whatever, there's a time where you can start to see how far dilated you are. Not if you go, if you go in the real bloody natural way like we went, generally you try not to have that conversation just because it can get in your, I guess, your mental. It takes you out of things again and it starts to ask questions. Or it can and, change the game for you mentally. You're yeah. like, oh, shit, okay, I'm here. I need to work towards this. You I need to change things. I need to do something. Yeah. yeah. So I decided that it was going to – I was in the position to look at it as a positive either way. I thought to myself, if I'm at a certain point, if I'm lower, less than five centimetres, so you need to be – is it, what, 10 centimetres yeah. before you have a baby? Yeah. If I was less than five, which is less than halfway and really only two centimetres from where I was – But things can change rapidly, yeah? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but this is where I was saying my headspace yeah. was at. Yeah. I thought to myself, I'm going to look at both ways positively. If I'm less than five, then it means we go and have a sleep yeah. and just kind of then bunker down and get ready for tomorrow, yeah. i.e. a couple hours. Like yeah. You couldn't really sleep with contractions. But if I was like, if I was like, I don't know, seven, maybe it's time for us to get some momentum and mm. start stay up yeah. and really bring this home. So, i.e. momentum, change positions, start to use different ways. Yeah. Um, and I ended up – and so she didn't tell me exactly what I was, but she said you are over – she said you're fo- five. Yeah. You're over five. She didn't yeah. really give me the language, did she? No. I, remember, I don't forget – I forget what she said. Uh, I was basically she halfway. Said it, yeah, she just – she said – no, I think that was the thing. She said, if you're over five, I'll just say you're over five. I won't tell you exactly what it is or whatever. Yeah, right. So yeah. she said, you're over. Yeah. She, said, just. she kind of made it like you're just over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we decided to have a quick nap anyway. Well, um, yeah, I think I think Lizzie said it would be maybe a good idea if you have a quick 20-minute nap or a half an hour nap. Yeah, it felt like yeah. I think we went to sleep for about an hour in the No, end. I think we only went to sleep for about half an really? hour. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it felt like it was yeah. starting to get intense I think, yeah. at that point. Yeah. So then we woke up. The sun was coming up and I remember having the thought to myself, this will not go till the the dark again. Yeah, yeah. I was determined. And I get emotional thinking about it. Like Mm. we're in our home too. We weren't in this room at all um, because it's my work room and Mm. where I work. So I just didn't – we didn't bring the birth into this room. Yeah. Um, But I just remember – feeling that i feeling just this it wasn't determination like an ambition it was determination of like this this force in me that kind of was with Bryn like that was we we were both going to do this together that wasn't just about me and needing to go for a job or go for this it was something different it was like we're going to make this happen today you know um it was about bloody time was, yeah, it was but, it was, but it was just also, it wasn't like, it wasn't really aggressive. Like, I'm going to yeah. get that. Yeah. It felt more like, um, I don't know, just like a sense of knowing too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't so much about an aim. It was more a, a combo between the intention, but then the knowing of it get, yeah. was going to happen. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. So then we, I started to do some standing up positions in his room, in the nursery, in the front of the house. Mm, after um, we woke up. Yeah, yeah you yeah. were having some muesli. Lizzie fixed you some breakfast, yeah, yeah. which was a big relief for you because yeah. you forgot you hadn't really eaten. Yeah, I remember yeah. I was starting to talk again. I'd had yeah. a bit of a yeah. – I was a bit back to like It really did Kathy. feel like a new stage. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I wanted that, I think. Like I wanted us start. to have they, the the yeah. girls went to had a bit of a nap on in the lounge room. Yeah. I remember being the one to wake up and walk around and just was looking at them sleep and like just taking it all in a bit at this point. Um, yeah, because we woke up and I, I woke up and I, I walked into the kitchen and I walked past and, and Lizzie was asleep on one couch and Chauncey was asleep on the other. Um, but like in that kind of half asleep, half awake. And uh, they both kind of woke up and then that's when we were in the front room and we started again, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, and they just kind of came in. Lizzie came in first, I think, made you some brekkie. Then she left. Chaunce came in and said, okay, how you got your feeling? And yeah. And then we did some other positions and I think she did something in there. Maybe she did the heartbeat in there. So she's checking. And the interesting thing about this was every step of the way, Chauncey kind of did the heartbeat. All the time, though. She was checking really it all the time. never really knew she was doing it. She yeah. was just so, so incredible. So subtle. Yeah. yeah. And mm. and also it was subtle because Bryn was subtle too. Like yeah. his heartbeat was consistent and stable the entire way. There yeah. was never a time where well, he, he also out. went yeah. to that high energy. Yeah, he yeah. was just in the low with me. Yeah. This real calming space. So then I think I might have had another shower and it started to feel different. Things just started to be a bit more uncomfortable. I don't know if it was like I was getting tired or what. Mm. We were in the lounge room and I, I think there was a few times in this part where I couldn't quite get my position, Yeah. Um, which was starting to feel a bit funny. We checked my waters and I could sense that there was starting to be a bit of a When's when are we going to get here? Like when are we going to move things? Yeah. So we ch- we did another check. I think it was probably about ten o'clock or something, or maybe nine. I don't know. And um and I I we thought my waters broke, but they hadn't. So we thought that there may have been a bit of water breakage, and so then we ended up breaking them. Yeah. Just to kind of get things going. Yeah. And from there, things got going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It really accelerated. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So water was gushing out of me in our lounge room. Yeah. When I say hospital quality drop sheets, fuck, they are incredible. <laughs> they are I pretty cannot good. get over yeah. how much liquid was in our yeah. lounge room and kitchen. And then yeah. it, they just took everything with them and it was yeah. like our house again. Yeah, yeah. It was like we never gave birth. It's, and that's another thing they do. They do all of that. They yeah. packed Take it everything all up. It was yeah. all clean. I was moving around slowly, but I was. Yeah. And so I remember their water just coming out of me in the lounge room thinking, there's no way that drop sheet's catching all this. Mm. I just – because you feel so vulnerable as well in those moments. You're like, I can't move. I can't move my body. Yeah. And I am basically – it's not even pissing. It's like a whole other level. You just feel so vulnerable because you can't take yourself – to go to the bath or mm, the toilet. Mm. It's just a very weird feeling. Imagine you're just having piss come all out of you yeah. in an area where you do not just piss on the carpet. Yeah, yeah, no, so those things started to get a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Like where I was like, fuck, okay. And my body started to show. Like it was yeah. starting to, you know. Yeah. So then the pool started to be filled and yeah. um and I was in a I was in a lot of I was in pain, you know, people say, Oh, it's surges or whatever, but no, I was it was really starting to hurt. Yeah, and right. Yeah. I was just starting to um it was You never harder. showed that though. I, you never showed that you were in pain really. Really? No. Not from what I remember. I discomfort maybe, maybe not, but yeah. Yeah, maybe pain's not the word, but it was definitely at a point where I felt like it was harder for me to stay in that groundedness. Yeah. Yeah. So it was bringing me up and I was yeah, finding yeah. it hard to stay on top of my 
my um my fear you know my mm. scare and my fear at this time was more was building and, it, and when we got into the pool I certainly had that which was my transition which is classic yeah. everybody has their fear and you build to crescendo almost crescendo crescendo um, yeah. yeah you build to crescendo where it's like I can't do this and yeah. I had the classic that yeah so it was building to that so it was taking me out of the energy and it needed to because that's where you start to push right yeah yeah so it was building 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 and it was just more I couldn't get that I couldn't concentrate anymore. So it was I was nervous about that because you're nervous that you don't know when it's going to move to pushing. So how long are you going to be needing to fight yourself a bit mm. where you're are, are, you, are you surrendering yet or are you still trying to bring yourself back in? Yeah. Like that was the battle Again, for you me. You were doing all of this internally though. This was never expressed outwardly. Except mm. like, you know, once we got into the pool and there were, you know, we were, we were you know, coming up to game time. I think time. I was vom. I wanted to vomit a few times though. In this point, I don't think yeah, I, I don't did. Think you did. No, you've only vomited earlier on, but no. I think I vomited no. twice, babe. Well, yeah, one time in the lounge on. room. You're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that was pretty full on as well. Like for a lot of people, I felt much better. I felt like it was a purging for me. Yeah. Um, I remember Chauncey saying, "Sorry that that happened." And I, I didn't save this because I didn't have the energy or I wasn't taking. I wasn't saying anything at the time, but in my head, I was like, "Oh no, it was the best." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was just. Well, such that's a, what the whole process is about, isn't it? About yeah. Letting go and I just didn't. Releasing. I needed to get the liquid out. He was yeah. so big. Yeah. My body was trying to get rid Full of fluid. everything yeah. that we could have. Yeah. Um, so then we finally hopped in the pool, which mm. would have been about, I don't know, maybe 11? Yeah. I don't think I was in the pool for longer than uh, two hours. I yeah, was pr- we were pretty crinkly though, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which is what they do like in when you have a home birth or I'm assuming they do it when a they're water in, birth. In, in, the, in the hospital with the water birth is they don't want you in that pool too early because as soon as you do get in the pool, um, it can kind of slow things down if you're not ready. Uh, it does relax you as soon as you yeah, get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, it relaxed us. We both got in. I couldn't quite find a position. Mm. But then also I don't know if there was ever going to be a position that I was comfortable in because I was starting to transition, which meant yeah. that I was really freaking out at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got in and I started to feel intensity. Intensity yeah. is the best word, really. It was more intense than it yeah. was pain yeah. it you was were, you, this energy. is where you were the most vocal in the whole process yeah. and strangely this is where i felt the most calm right. like this is where you felt the most intense this is where i felt the most calm right yeah so like drugs so i feel like if you've taken drugs before and you may have had a bad pill or you've you've taken you know like you've taken something and it's bringing you kind of to this high and you start yeah. to feel a high yeah. especially for the first time you've it's ever done rush. it a it's rush. a rush yeah. yeah i started to get this it's, this is what started to build momentum. You started mm. to feel that rush where you need to breathe through it to kind of make sure you don't freak yourself well, out. Rush, that's what it is. So the, by nature, isn't it? A rush happens so quickly that it comes up. It's like, holy shit, I'm, go- I'm yeah, slipping out of control here. Go- Where's yes, this going? Yes, Where's this yes. taking me? I'm, I'm out so of you've control. Got to breathe, 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 which yeah. is exactly the way I feel breathing like- is what you are in control of. Yeah. And yeah. also, but it, it levels you somehow, the yeah, breath. Yeah, 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 yeah. It brings you back into your body because yeah. a lot of that is rash. So it goes yeah. and a lot of it's driven by your thoughts. You know, so it's easy for that intensity to take you somewhere else. So in the water, the water was helping with that. But at the same time, the rushes started to get, that's exactly what I should call them, rushes, because that's what they felt. The rushes started to get, and I've got no problem saying pain, but it really doesn't, 
it doesn't equate to the same kind of pain, you know, if you stub your toe or you do something like that. It, yeah. It is different. But it was it was painful in a way. Mm. But I think more what was more painful was not so much the physicality but the fear around the rushes of of that feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. so I started to freak out at how strong they were coming on. Mm. And I think for me, as I tried to calm myself back down, I was really struggling to get some calm in between the contractions to, well, they say rest in between contractions. But at that point, God, I was, what, 30 seconds in between at this point or a minute, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would have been maybe they would have been a minute long and I was 30 seconds apart or something do you reckon yeah. or a minute uh, long a minute apart I can't remember mm, yeah, yeah they weren't I definitely didn't feel like I was getting as much um, break as yeah. as they yeah. were long um, could have been about even but yeah I was I wasn't really calming I wasn't finding an ability or a groove to calm myself down in between yeah so for about half an hour to 40 minutes or maybe if it was an hour I felt like it was one long contraction because I couldn't quite get into that calm space in between the contractions. So mm. just as I started to kind of come off the last one and calm myself, calm myself, it was starting again. And I would say things to Ben like, it's coming again, it's coming yeah, again. Yeah. I don't want it to come, I don't want it. Like I, and that's I what was, I was saying, just one at a time, one at a yeah. time. So yeah. Then, so that only went for really an hour. It felt like a really mm. long time. And then I started to eye lock with people. This is where yeah. it got really intense. Yeah, yeah. So I remember eye locking with yeah. Was it was Chauns first? No, it was Lizzie first. And I think Lizzie had to leave in the end yeah. because she was probably it was I don't too know. intense. Yeah, I was just basically staring at her in the eye and just said to her, yeah. "She cannot not look at me." Yeah, like yeah. it was like, "Who's going to blink first? One of yeah. those games. Yeah. Except it wasn't consensual. Yeah. Lizzie didn't want to do <laughs> it probably. So, but she did it. And then she left and then Chaunce came and then I I locked with her. And then as I came out of this last contraction, it was just like I wanted them to be with me every breath of that way. I just wanted to not feel alone. Yeah. And that I knew they had seen this before. So I felt like, okay, they know. They know I'm going to be out of this. I I trust them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for some reason I hadn't looked to you yet. And Chauncey said to me, why don't next time you try eye locking with Ben? And, for, and this was the moment for me that changed everything, you yeah. know. I remember feeling so scared that you would be scared yeah. too. Yeah. And that when I looked into your eyes, I would see the fear, fear I felt. Yeah. I was scared and that would be so normal because mm. I'd heard so many stories about husbands crying or freaking yeah. out or whatever yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I was just – it wasn't something I'd be annoyed at but I was – I didn't think I could handle it because yeah. I felt so um, frightened at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and unsure how long I could have could do this for. I started to freak at that point. I, yeah. The only time I freaked at control was when at this point I wasn't sure how long this part would go for. That yeah. was the scariest part for me. Yeah. Yeah. How long is this going to last? Yeah, yeah. So then I tried. Which when you have a home birth, it's like this is it. You ride it out. Well, I don't have. There's no, there's no drugs coming no drugs, for me. So no. you've got to you've got yeah. to ride the wave. Yeah, and I said I remember. I didn't say do what did I say I want to go to the hospital? What did I say? I said I just want to be somewhere else. No, but I think you did ask the question about, you know, can what happens? can we go to the hospital if we need to? And it's like not anymore. Mm. No. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I did have that, which is what they say the transition is, is when you start to have a bit of crisis of confidence. Yeah, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. And I did. I started to say, nap, 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 nap. And I was very vocal. That's where Lizzie was great. She was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And and then she kept saying, you're doing it. Yeah. This is it. You're already doing it. And I now know what she means. But at the time I was like, oh, I never even thought like, she's stupid or that's fucked. Or I was never aggressive. It was just more like, oh. You know, just yeah. like that's not a that's not even a response. Yeah. Like you well, know this what is, I mean? This is the, this is the, the only time that you got intense, really. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I ended up looking at Ben, and he, your eyes, yeah, were just piercing blue, so clear, mm. so confident. Mm. But what I saw in you was this. Oh, it was almost like you mirrored my strength back yeah, at me. Yeah, Like you were kind of in awe. Yeah, I think I was 100% in awe. Like I was, and that's what I say about the birth. It wasn't, you know, that, you know, a lot of blokes say, oh, that was, you know, that was just such a magical time. The first time I saw my baby, I fell in love immediately. For me, it was like I fell in love with you even more strongly or in a new way because it was like I felt, like it was an absolute blessing to be a part of that. Like mm-hmm. it was like um, just, and it still is the most special moment in my life. And I, you know, I felt this great force, this great presence in the room um, at that time that was just so calming for me. It was so powerful, yet so calming. And, you know, when I look back on it or uh, think about it, you know, that was the presence of, of my dad and my angels and people like that and your angels as well. Like they, they were all there in the room going, just wanting to be there, going, bringing this little spirit baby into the world. It was, um, it was a truly magical And we had that confirmed like our, our, my healer who's been on my podcast, yeah. Michael Tremor, several times came quite close after the birth and he went into the kitchen to mm. just wanted to experience the energy. Mm. He's an energy healer and he said, wow, there's still people hanging out in yeah, there. Like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty magic in there right yeah, now. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty untouched. Yeah. Because uh, we hadn't really hung out in the kitchen no, much no, after no. we had Bryn. Um, so un- once I saw Ben... And I, I got that and he counted me through everything. So mm. it was just, you said to me, one at a time, one yeah. at a time, yeah. one at a time. And I found myself coming back into my body again. The freak yeah. ended. And then just like that, like just like the click of the fingers as I really started to feel myself mm. come back in, I'm like, I've got a Because <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, um, both Cheryl and Chauncey were in the other room. They oh, so Cheryl the, had they arrived by room. this point. So yeah. she was in the lounge room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was just like, it was cool for her to be there too. I was like almost like wanted to impress her. Not, yeah. No, no, sorry, not impress her. I just wanted to make her proud. Yeah, and in a, in a, in a conversation like well after that, the days after that, they had said that they were standing in the living room going, oh, we're going to be here for a while. A little bit longer, yeah. Um, and then they heard um, Stace do that and go, oh, okay, we're on. Yeah, and I was. It felt like, it felt like, what did I say? It felt like an entire skyscraper mm, had started to you. come yeah. down through mm, me. Mm. I will never, ever, ever forget that feeling and mm. I will never forget. Uh, and I now, thinking about that feeling, don't think there's ever been anything I'm prouder of experiencing because yeah. yeah. I just thought I, I, I have had a building, the equivalent of a building come yeah. through me. Yeah. yeah. 
in terms of energy and a baby. <laughs> yeah. And then um, that's when things yeah. started to happen really quickly after that. And it was only like another 45 minutes after that, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, pushing, yeah. And, and that, it was a bit stop-start. Like I think with yeah. a baby, first-time baby, you've got to kind of direct them through. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was definitely a few moments we changed positions a bit. So I was leaning over the edge of the pool, Ben yeah. hopped out, Ben hopped back in. Yeah. Um, and then I was like kicking back and then you were lying in front of me, on me. And then that's when I was looking down and I could see his... his so I was leaning. So just for anyone that's interested in the real birth, like I used to listen to the birth details to a T, I yeah. was leaning back and my, my pelvis was slightly kind of... Um, I had my legs out, you know, kind of clasped, my feet kind of clasped together. Or one was kind of faced, my right leg was faced the other side. And I don't know how to explain it. I was kind of like this. So oh yeah, what's that? that? It's like a yoga position. Uh, so the left like a leg, hip open to some degree, um, kind of. But the left, yeah, my right foot was on my left knee, and then mm. my left foot was facing the other way. So if you're a dancer, it's like fifth position or something. I don't yeah, know. right. Um, you should make that up. Fifth position. No, there's like positions, oh. standing positions and seating positions. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so. Yeah, so I was kind of new from my working with my Chinese doctor and my, you know, my guru witch lady, uh, Megan <laughs> and, and friend. Um, she was saying to me that my right side of my pelvis was more flexible, yeah. which has always been yeah. the way because I'm, I'm a right, I'm, I am a dancer and my right side has always been more You're flexible. You're right-handed, yeah. So she said that, you know, just you can kind of manoeuvre them out that way and all of a sudden I just remembered that and just kind of moved my body and Shares reckons at some point she was looking at me going what's she kind of doing there and she yeah. thought am I going to kind of intervene here and just give her a bit of a tip and then she goes now nah, this bitch knows what she's doing yeah 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 and I did um so I was kind of moving my hips around a bit mm. to get him out and I remember the moment where you know he was I was pushing and I was getting really and I could vocal. see his head coming out like I was looking like over your shoulder down and I could see and I was like is that his head is that his head and I'm like yeah it is yeah it is and they kept saying to me look Stacey and I was like nah no nah. I just <laughs> you know, I had been so conscious and, and into it the whole way and I was like nah I, I'm not interested I, I just need to stay focused yeah. here I didn't feel separate to him in that time but I also did I felt like I'm here to do a job and everyone is counting mm. on me to get this done yeah I, I can't I, I can't emotionally invest right now I'm busy like yeah, I did yeah, feel yeah. a bit the pushing part was very um like very boss for me mm. like I don't know what the word is but it wasn't this spiritual kind of whatever energy it was like now I know what I need to do I need to flex my hip out I need to breathe mm. I need to trust that my perineum is going to stretch mm. I need to just push mm. and I need to listen because I they, the girls were kind of saying all right now push now don't yeah, yeah, like I just yeah. need to fucking yeah. concentrate yeah. Yeah. so I was like I'm not looking that's a distraction yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to get emotional yeah I understand here. that completely um so I didn't, yeah. and, you know, and maybe my next birth I might and I might yeah. be in a different place because I'll yeah. know what to yeah. expect. You needed to concentrate. You didn't want any distractions. No. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely probably couldn't have because mm. he was such a big yeah. baby. Um, so I moved and I just remember thinking, I remember feeling like what's that feeling? I'm trying to explain to anyone listening what it feels like to push a baby out of your vagina that big. It kind of feels like if you're to do this funny face, I, w I wouldn't know. If you're, I'm trying to explain it to you now. If you're to do <laughs> yeah. this funny face like this, oh yeah, pulling your cheeks out. Yeah, yeah. It's like 
you think if you curl in so tight, <laughs> it, they're gonna like you're gonna split yeah, the corner yeah, of yeah, your lips. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's... the real tiny, yeah, yeah, delicate yeah. skin part. Yeah, yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah. That's the first thing you think's gonna rip. Yeah, yeah. You think that, right? Wow. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> you're going a bit squirmish, and you were there. Well, yeah, it's. It's I can intense. I can understand that the uh, analogy the, the forces on on your skin yeah, yeah and it's true so, that analogy and when they say it's stretchy it is but it doesn't necessarily feel like what you are used to thinking stretchy is yeah, so stretchy yeah. to me is like an elastic it's a band you kind of stretchy yeah and so because we did the perineum massage it was definitely the thing that helped me in this stage most because I yeah. knew what that felt like yeah so when Ben put his hands inside me and stretched out the perineum mm. it wasn't a shock to me when it happened yeah and that is what i think was absolutely the testament to having no tears and yes yeah. i did not tear which is an absolute it's you can say it's a miracle but then it also isn't because i we worked our asses well, off to try and make he, it happen how big he was when he was born so yeah you so put anyway, it in context well so we didn't so i remember thinking okay i've had this feeling before it's going to keep stretching and even if it rips a little bit or whatever yeah it's okay yeah it's okay it'll just stretch as far as it can yeah. you know i kept telling myself because you almost feel like you're ready to hear it yeah. That's how close that you feel it's coming to yeah, tearing, right, right, right? right? Yeah. But I just kept going. It will stretch as far as it can. Yeah. Like we've done as m- everything yeah. we could do in our in our physical power. Yeah. Um, and I just kept breathing, and I just kept being patient because what I started to realize that I didn't know before I gave birth was contractions kind of become a force in themselves. So if you push and work with the contraction coming on and don't push before or after, yeah, it will almost help you. It's almost like jumping on the wave. Yeah, oh, that's what I they were saying. I didn't realize yeah, jump that. On the wave. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, I didn't realize you push. So the contractions don't stop in pushing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that. I thought pushing was separate to contractions. Yeah, yeah, wow. Contractions still come. Yeah. You push with that's them. That's like, yeah, that's like Mother Nature right there, isn't it? Like catching a wave, like the ocean. It's like... Working so with similar, it. Yeah. yeah working it's Mother with Nature it. in control and you've got to work with her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. But don't fight her either. Yeah. Don't try and get in amongst it in between. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think when intervention comes in and they're like, push now. Yeah. And you're not in a contraction. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. working against fucking yeah. nature. Look, yeah. I'm sure there's reasons why people yeah, have to do yeah, it sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't. No one was in any rush for no. me. I was just in my kitchen. Yeah. So anyway. Um, we ended up pushing and it was like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward. And I remember thinking to myself, all right, I'm going to push 20 more times. And if he doesn't come out, I'm out of here. Like I just would tell myself funny things like that. Like so I would say him, it in my that, head. That was him getting you ready. It was him like was pushing, going, him, okay, I'm not, not, it's not time to come any further. No, babe. It was him slowly stretching me so yeah, I could that's handle what I mean. it. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. He was ready. He was doing the exact yeah. right yeah, thing yeah, he was yeah. supposed to yeah. do because the slower you take it, Mm. the more you're stretching every time. And I kept telling myself, okay, he will come Mm. when you are stretched enough. Yeah. And I just trusted that. So then we pushed and he got a bit stuck. So I started pushing. They were like, okay, we're getting really close here. We're getting really close. One more time. And I went a bit more quiet as opposed to, um, and we filmed it. So I'm like, literally like this. Yeah. Like really inward. Yeah. And he came out. I got his head out. Yeah. 
and then he got stuck. You had to stand up, though, yeah? Yeah, so then mm. they started to freak a little bit, and they are like, okay, Stacey, we're going to need you to stand up. And then it got yeah. pretty fast, pretty yeah. quick, and I, she was like, I might just need to put my hand up, and I was like, do whatever the fuck you need to do. Yeah. But never did I think he wasn't okay. No. Never did I think, how's his heart? But I just... It was just all fine. Yeah, it was a minor stressful moment. I think if you had followed my heartbeat, it probably would have gone up a little bit. But uh, I was never really... I wasn't worried. It was just... I did... I agree. And I did feel the pressure that time. I thought... I just I remember have looking to back him out. and I saw Chauncey's face and she was a little bit more serious. Yeah, and also I think she we had I mean it was that was just a testament though to having both of them there like Shez with all this yeah. experience. Yeah. Chauncey with less home births, yeah. you know, and Lizzie being the doula. It was just a comp- I just felt like we were protected no matter what. And yeah. Shez looked like she she was starting to instruct Chauncey a bit more, but she still didn't look Worried necessarily. No, no. It was just more like, okay, these, now we're going to need to instruct some things. Yeah. You know? So then they pulled, um, they kind of had to slither his, they thought his shoulder was stuck, which was what is classic. Which what normally happens. Yeah, yeah. But actually, his shoulders then came out. Yeah. And his, was it his back fat or his, his arm fat? It was his back fat. Right. His back fat actually got stuck. Yeah. Uh, and so once they were able to grab the fold of his skin in the back crack of his yeah, neck, yeah. Um, he slid out. And yeah. it, well, I had quite a short umbilical cord, so we sat back down and we met our baby boy, Bryn, yeah. at 1.19pm on um, Monday the 20th of yeah. January. Yeah. Um, he is a Capricorn, the last day of Capricorn. I knew he would be. Yeah. And what was that moment like for you? Uh, oh, well, I just started bursting into tears. I was like, even before that, though, I was a little bit like I got emotional before he even came out. I was, I was, I was crying a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, when he came out, I yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't contain my emotion. It was so nice. It was, um, and I think that's also there is, you know, as much as I say, you know, I'm calm and relaxed the whole time, and which I was, I had surrendered. But there's still some level of stress that sits in there in your body. It's it's inevitable, you know. You you want to meet your baby, and you don't want anything. Um, you know, you, you want him to have 10 fingers and 10 toes and, and all that kind of stuff. So when you're told that he does and that he's a beautiful baby boy, you just get really upset, you know. You're like, it's a massive relief. Mm. Um, and I remember looking at him and, yeah, he was just cute as. And that all happened so quickly and you're processing so much in the moment. Oh, you're like, holy shit, insane. I'm a dad. He's yeah. okay. He's healthy. Um, you're not really thinking much beyond that point, but, you know, it's and just so magical. Quickly, you don't have any words. I'm forgotten again. Yeah. <laughs> But then, then, yeah, you had to birth the placenta. So then it's very, very quick that the kind of, as the father, the baby gets kind of handed to you for a little bit, cleaned yeah, up a little bit. Yeah. And then I was just sitting with him in the living room and I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool to see real unfiltered yeah. emotion from yeah. you and a man, oh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. mostly and just like sheer joy. Oh, yeah. Like. I think, Ben, you've worked so hard to have the joy you have. And I think I'm a bit the same. We've both always had to work pretty hard at getting the good in our lives. It's just not been, and I don't regret any of it, but it's not been an easy road necessarily. And not that I felt like that. But that's when you enjoy those those rewards that much more when when you've had to work hard to get them. But I don't think, I don't look at the birth as working hard either. I just felt like. Or when you've had to go through a a lot to get them. Yeah, but I felt like your tears were finally just 
joy without anything else. Yeah. You know, even though we did Unrestrained do an epic joy. birth. Yeah, yeah, there was just this, we've been given this blessing because yeah. we're lucky and we get to have this child. Yeah. Different to other people, but it's not just a child. Yeah. You were crying because you met your child. Yeah, and it beautiful was just, 10 and a half pound baby. Yeah, he was 10.4 kilo. <laughs> uh, sorry, 10.4 pound. No, yeah. 10.4... 4.7 kilos, 10 and 0.4 pounds. Is that right? 10.4 pounds, like 4.7 kilos. Yeah, he was a big unit. 56 centimetres. He's grown into himself a lot now. He's extended himself. We, he's well, a, he's we longer printed, than... A lot longer. So. Yeah, we printed some photos and fuck, he was a potato man. <laughs> he, was. he was so... Or as Cheryl said, he's five kilos of pork sausages. He was yeah. so... You couldn't even see any characteristics on him. He no. was just all... Fat. She was busting to get him on the scales. She was like, yeah, oh, she I need was. to get him on the scales. I need to find out how much this kid... <laughs> this is incredible. And they were just so shocked. And then when they did so, finally, they we were thinking about whether they do the injection to bring the placenta on. And there was the only time I think I felt the whole time where they had kind of told me they wanted to do something. Yeah. Everything else was my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Lizzie still had my back at that point. She was like, well, hang on, Stacey, you know. And I was like, yeah. I was so tired and was a bit uncomfortable at this point. The placenta... Um, the umbilical cord was quite short and I was mm. a bit uncomfy in the pool and I just yeah. I just wanted to wrap it all up. Like I was yeah. pretty done. Um, he had fed at that point. Before we got out of the pool, he had done a breast crawl, fed himself. Yeah. He was always a very good latcher. Straight latcher. on the boob, came out straight, straight up. on the boob. He put himself yeah. on there too. Yeah, yeah. He was big enough as well to just yeah. kind of get his, yeah. his way there. Which is so what I, they say about big babies. Mm. They just, yeah. So I fed him. Uh, for a little bit, I don't even remember how long, um, you cut the placenta. I think we left it intact. Cut in, the cord. Intact. Yeah. yeah, sorry, the um, the umbilical cord. We left it intact for as long as we could, I think, because it was so short and mm. I was in the pool. It was pretty yeah, it was hard. hard. Yeah. Um, but we left it on for like 20 minutes, I think, at least. Um, it was almost not yeah. pulsating. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we wanted to keep that on as long as possible. But, you know, sometimes you just then make decisions. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, it's been long enough. And so we did that and then um, just as we decided to do the injection for the placenta, I got the contraction. So it was a bit the only thing that I was a bit like, oh, shit, if we had waited five Mm. more minutes. But at that point, my heightened energy was back. I was just excited. I just wanted to party. You also want to go and meet your your boy. Yeah, and just talk to everyone about what the fuck just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have that kind of, you know, that next day recap, like after a wedding or something. I was just so keen to get into the next part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it was pretty full on when I got out, though. I think I still am still in a bit of shock as to what happens next with your body. Mm. I didn't expect all the blood and it wasn't even that crazy. The pool mm. was a it wasn't like a murder scene. It wasn't anything no. like that. Funny enough, with home births and water births, it was all pretty contained, you yeah. know? Um and by the time they'd packed up, we got some food for everybody and just had a big chat and they were just in awe of how big the baby was. And yeah. then I had my um my, I, I, I don't know, they do kind of like a checkup afterwards yeah. on me. Yeah. Um, and they realized there was a teeny bit of a graze. Um, mm. And they were like, but there's, they really didn't feel the need for a stitch. So yeah. there was no real tear there, which yeah, yeah, yeah. they also thought my midwife's um, and Lizzie, my doula, was just like incredible. Oh, yeah. well, a huge they made fate. me feel like yeah. such a rock star, like yeah, that yeah. I was just like going to be in the Hall of Fame at the hospital yeah, or some yeah. shit. Um, but it was pretty cool, you know, yeah, and to think well, that I'd overcome those ideas around my birth 
and my mum's experience and, you know, mm. not only to have overridden that but to also have home birth mm. that kind of size baby is something that I'm exceptionally proud of mm. and it does come back to that conversation that I said at the beginning of this podcast that I didn't do a home birth or anything to do with my birth about sharing my story at all. This this journey's been very private but once I had the big baby, I kind of was like, fuck yeah, I have, I have that stripe. I have that under my belt now to be yeah. able to say, no, actually, this is how it can be done. Yeah, and it just yeah. made me feel so proud in yeah. the old part of me meets the new part of yeah. me but there was it's a inspirational connecting though point, to others as well you know there was a connecting point i yeah. felt like they were quite distant from yeah. each other for a bit yeah. and then when yeah. i did that i was like oh fuck yeah that's a story and yeah, it kind of yeah, got yeah. me back to who i was before i was pregnant a bit yeah um which is why we're here exactly. and sharing this story and and saying the story it was which was the most epic 24 hours of our lives yeah you know. Always will be. I don't even know if we have another kid, if we're blessed to have another kid. Um, How it will ever top this. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it can for you first. No, no. Um, I don't think you don't ever go into anything so important and not know so little. Yeah. You know, you can prep all you want, but um, we had no idea of how that was yeah. going to roll. And I think, look, they always say, I've done so much research, done watched so much about birth, spoken to so many people about birth now. Um, you never really know how a birth's going to go. No. But I have some idea of what it might feel like or, you know, I don't know, just it just you've just got a bit more of a, an idea than you did before. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> oh, wow. That was almost, uh, whew, that was, uh, took a bit of energy going through that. It was almost like going through birth again. I wouldn't go that far, Ben. It's like reliving it. Um, I don't know about you, but you know. We called him Bryn <laughs> from the beginning too. He's yeah. always Bryn, Bryn Maverick. Uh, for about 24 hours, I thought. <gasps> Could be Maverick. Should his name be Maverick? No, he was always a, a Bryn. cold feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was always a Bryn. He was just a bit of a fight, like not a fighter, but he just came out as such a Maverick. You know, mm. his experience and birth was such a Maverick kind of thing to do. Yeah. So I just thought, oh, maybe that's his name for mm. a bit. And then we got to know him and his beautiful little soul. And yeah. we we're just like, oh, no, 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 no. He's definitely a Bryn. He's yeah. Bryn. He's Bryn. A little soft touch. Um, so we hope you enjoy. Uh, yeah. We will um, be back uh, yeah. next time with a new episode of talking a little bit more about what life looks like now and mm. um, and maybe have some, some topics that you guys bring. So make sure that you at any point look out for our question boxes mm. if we've got you know, um, some space for you to fill out topics or questions yeah. you'd like us some, to answer. Also some episodes that I'd like to do where we both come with a topic and we give you the, the male and female perspective, the guys and girls perspective mm. on whatever that topic is mm. and the differences mm. um, and right, how, well, that can, how that can come uh, together or, or come to a head in a relationship. Yeah, so we're going to mix it up this season. Yeah. It'll just be whatever we feel like doing in the moment. Yeah. Um, there'll be a mix of, you know, relationships, a mix of parenting, a mix of maybe social issues or um, other relationship issues. Yep. Um, it could be, you know, a whole a whole myriad of Guy things. stuff, girl stuff, mm. all of it. Just whatever we feels like floating our boat. But at the moment, we're pretty consumed with the parent thing. Yeah, it is time consuming and tiring. Yeah. Because it's coming into the evening. It's coming to the evening here now. It's like uh, nearly nine o'clock. And, uh, you know, once you get to this stage, like when you've got a baby and they keep you up in the middle of the night, you just, you can, you can power your way through the day with coffee 
and then you get to this point and you're like, <sighs> I just got yeah, new news to like anyone a wave. that's had a kid. But yeah. um, if for those of you that haven't, it's yeah, it's a different kind of yeah. um, commitment. Let me tell you, there's not a whole lot of room for much else in your life at this mm, point mm. of a baby's life. Um, but the really interesting thing that I've found is that I don't want to be anywhere else or no. have anything else going on. No, absolutely even I'm not. doing still a bit of writing on my book, and it's still, it's a, it's a real. Um, a real struggle to get me there to yeah. the keyboard. Because... Be good when this book's finished. Oh, fucking you reckon? There's a lot of talk about writing books and, and book coming. Let's just write this book. Let's get it done, okay? Are you actually joking me right now? No, let's get it done. Do you think that this is like a walk? I've got a three-month-old and I'm like... No. Make, I'm, I'm holding this up. No. What are you trying to say, Ben? <laughs> I'm just saying, let's get it done. But I look forward to the day when it's done. It sounds like you're alluding to the fact that I'm not trying to get it done. No, that's what you're putting on that. Bullshit. No, I'm just saying. What do you think I'm doing? Let's have it done. Just sitting back on my bloody... No, well, if you were, you wouldn't be writing a book, would you? True. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we'll be back again real soon, okay? Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs>